Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm Jared Logan, the storyteller, and I'm joined by Thomas Middleditch as Miles Vanderbuck, Ross Bryant as Curtis Krieger, and Ashley Birch as Jen Brown. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Good evening and welcome once again, SOBs, to Stream of Blood. You've tuned in to Vampires of Pittsburgh, Chapter 7. What are you thinking about where your character's at right now, Thomas? He's he's kind of temporarily dead. I, I'm curious to see how temporary death, even how that works with vampires. I must admit, yeah. Thomas, the player, knows very little about vampires, the real thing. Well, I have some bad news. Ben Brown and Curtis, the actual vampires in a fictional universe, also know very little about how that works. And they are your support system right now. So I guess we'll all learn together. That's yay that's story. But um, uh, I guess like, you know, let's get right into it. Let's set the scene with a brief recap. The characters were sent on a mission to track down a vampire that is known as the Barfly. He's uh, known to be an anarch that poaches in the Camarilla territory here in Pittsburgh. They tracked him to a motorcycle club's uh, kind of bar clubhouse. They had a huge fight with the motorcycle gang. They found out the barfly's name, which was Stu Headley. They killed a couple members of the motorcycle gang and got one of their cell phones and found Stu's number. And they called him and tried to kind of wheel and deal with him. To try to kind of get him to come out in the open to meet our Jen Brown, Curtis Krieger, and Miles Vanderbuck so that they could fulfill their mission. Basically, capture him or get him in a corner and find out more information about the Anarch uh, members in Pittsburgh. Well, in the phone call, Miles Vanderbuck pretended to be uh, Duke's <laughs> dad, uh, whom the Coterie had already killed. Um, your character's. Uh, were told to meet him at a certain place in Xinli Park near the Vietnam War Pavilion. You went out to meet Stu uh, for this kind of little uh, uh, parley, and uh, you were attacked by a, a man experiencing homelessness that then transformed into an enormous, slavering wolf creature that proceeded to chase you into the uh, outdoor restaurant. There he is. Yes, Casper, our uh, werewolf. Uh, came uh, running out of the pavilion and attacked you. He uh, he broke into the uh, kind of like janitor's closet, like um, shed where you guys were kind of hiding inside the outhouse. He ripped off Miles's arm. You guys got a couple shots off on him, but then you had to take Miles's body and Jen and Curtis had to crawl down into an old coal chute that was a remnant from when the building uh, was used maybe in a, earlier in the 20th century. And down, and you kind of went down into this sort of like 
sub-basement where coal used to be moved around. But you can see that because they don't use that system anymore, it's all been walled off down there. And now the sun is coming up. So uh, what I want to know from Jen and Curtis is, do you allow yourself to fall asleep or is there something that you want to do before that happens? Um, the coal chute also had a metal hatch, which I believe you you slammed shut. But as far as you know, the werewolf is still out there. And as far as you know, sunlight does not affect him, but it affects you very much. So let me know what you'd like to do. Um, I want to look. Is there anything in the chute that we could use to further barricade the the only perceptible entrance, the 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 metal door? Um, yeah, that door is kind of above you and it kind of opens outward and it, it doesn't look like there's really anything down here anymore, except like rusted old metal, like pieces. Like, I guess in theory, you could use a difficult craft roll to kind of wedge maybe some iron bars up against the, huh. sh the shoot in some way, but it would be tough. It opens, it opens away from the, where we are. It does. Um, could I, it could also, that metal be forced into a into a handle to create a kind of? Yeah, maybe like so. Yeah, why don't you just give me um a little bit of a strength plus craft roll to kind of uh, do this? And you, what is your hunger at currently? I just want to know. Three. Ooh, yeah, not good, baby. No. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm starving. Mm hmm. Forget. There's two successes out of three or four. Oh, okay. Um, now, when you try to like push the hatch up, you kind of like wedged like this big, like old rusting like piece of metal like rebar like into this like handle on the hatch, and now it like kank, kank, is like catching against the concrete above you. Um, I don't mean that it's catching because something's the werewolf does not appear to be inside. It does not appear to be like trying to rip it off. Like he he's gone quiet. Just to be clear. Okay. okay. Um, but I guess you find yourself falling asleep. And as I described with vampiric sleep, it's not, it's not like normal, like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to snore. It's like you are kind of dying. You're <laughs> like the vitality is leaving your body. It's hard to stay awake. Um, I think I will allow that to happen before I do. I want to just because I kind of don't know how it works. I want to like, and having seen the werewolf, like, knit itself back together and kind of seen that happen to us a time or two. I'm just going to put Miles's arm back in place <laughs> to the best <laughs> of my ability. Just going to just set it. Set right it and forget on it. it. Set it and forget it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what about um, you, Jen Brown? Anything you want to try to do before um, you succumb to the sleep of aeons? Well, this might be cheating, but I'm wondering if um, if there's a if there's any I mean, it probably would be cheating, but if there's any way that I've like somehow gleaned, if there's a role I could make that I could have somehow gleaned information while we were in Elysium or from any of our adopted sires about mm -hmm. this process and mm -hmm. um, what we might need to do for Miles. Yeah. Um, why don't you, I, that, that's, that's no problem. Why don't you give me an intelligence plus, I think we're going to call this a cult. Okay, so it'll be just intelligence. And I believe, am I also at a hunger of three or a hunger of um, two? I, I, if you think two, then it probably is two. I know that Ross uh, uh, Curtis got up there a little bit, but you may not have gotten. Oh, up. I think because you had to make a rouse check, I think mm -hmm, is what it was. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
So I think I'm at a two. Success. One success. Um, you have a brainstorm, which is that um, just based on what you've cobbled together from whispers and rumors that you overheard in Elysium, uh, vampiric blood has properties that regular blood doesn't. And maybe it would be a good idea to feed that oh. to him. Do you succumb to your uh, sleep now? Do I have time to try to feed Miles? Or is he just um, not like a light? Give me a willpower roll to stay awake. Okay, let's see here. Click with fury. Actually, <laughs> really click them bones. Verfilm, mm-hmm. verfilm. Success. Yeah. Oh, very good. Well done. Okay, so um, I need a rouse check from you. You're probably going to get hungrier as you kind of like manage to kind of like cut open your wrist with your own fang and put it up to Miles's mouth. And Miles, do I need to do a willpower? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. To see if you could stay awake long enough to do that. Yes. How, and that was a success. The willpower, right? The willpower, but also for the blood. Or can I not see it because it's so dark? I could also help in like. Kind oh, of holy like, shit! If you, if you turn away, I could like nurse style. Give me willpower to cut your own uh, wrist okay. open, and uh, yeah, if you want to help Curtis, you can. But I still want to see how Jen reacts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if I pass out, then you can maybe just <laughs> spoon it in for me. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the blood siphon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be a total failure. A total failure. So here's what I'm going to rule. Curtis finally has to take your wrist from you. And he's like, you, you know, you told him you wanted to do this. But once you start doing uh-huh. it, you you really start struggling and kind of freaking out. I don't know. You can tell me how you freak out. But, you know, Curtis is having to really help you get this done and actually rip open your wrist for you. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe we kind of, we kind of just let the lights go down on this really sad and horrifying <laughs> scene as Curtis rips open your arm for you and helps you to feed blood to Miles. And I will say that the last thing that hap- that you see before both of you, it just goes dark for you, is Miles's body, and he is just a full corpse. Like, oh God, crap. <laughs> uh, things go black. Miles, you can make three rouse checks. Okay. What is your hunger at right now? Two. Okay, good. Uh, give me three rouse checks. Uh, Remind me what's that again? That's just one die. You want to get a six or above. If you do, your hunger will not increase. If you fail, your hunger will increase by one. But you're making three rouse checks right now. Normally, you only make one at a time. Okay, so I'm just one die, and it says success, so that's one. Mm -hmm. Fail. Okay, you're at hunger three Three. now. (laughs) Okay. Oh, God. (laughs) Another fail. You are now at hunger four. (laughs) Oh, no. Beastly boy. I have some good news for you. Okay. Ah, you can heal one aggravated damage and your character is conscious. All right. And you're allowed to heal one major injury with that heal. And I'm going to rule that your arm 
where Curtis placed it is now like you look and your arm is reattached to your body. Although it uh, might be moving a little weird since you've only healed one aggravated damage. Son of a gun, would you look at that? That's not like <laughs> Twilight at all. <laughs> um, uh, my other two players, uh, your vamps, uh, can hear Miles shouting out inside this little kind of like, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Sub basement, you can hear him screaming out, and you can now awaken and act. It is the evening of the next night. You have been sleeping all day, and it is uh, a late spring, almost early summer. So uh, it's got to be around seven thirty now. Okay, I feel um, like I would start awake from Miles screaming and be like, "Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! It fucking worked! Are you okay?" It burns. Oh my god! <laughs> I I look at his arm and I'm just like, holy shit, it worked. Uh, um, and then, kind of overcome, I just like hug him. I'm like, I thought you were dead. Oh, that's when I need Miles to make a willpower roll. He is at hunger four, and you fed him some of your blood, Ashley. Oh, Jen. Sorry, I should use character names. <laughs> You're breaking my immersion, Jared. Yes, um, please. Willpower. So, okay, I'm sorry. What do I? What am I rolling here? You're just rolling all of the pips you have in your willpower stat. Okay, that's quite a lot of pips. Oh, that's good. That's good. But you know that each time you spend a willpower to like re-roll failures, like um, the stat goes down, and then you roll the new lower. Uh... I don't think I've done that yet. Hmm. I don't think you've. Have you ever spent willpower to re-roll? I don't think you have. Okay, great. Then you have your full willpower. Which would be your resolve plus your composure. It should equal resolve plus composure. Okay. Well, it uh, it says messy critical, like a messy critical pass. Like it's a green. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think that you can get those kind of messy criticals on willpower rolls because hunger dice don't really come into play. Oh, I totally put my hunger dice in there. That's okay. It doesn't matter. It's it, it. It doesn't mess with us at all. It just. I think that you did get a critical. Is what you got. So. You uh, you feel the hunger ray rise up on you, and you are now you can kind of smell the vitae inside of her, but you don't you don't you can act however you want. You're not kind of controlled by your the beast inside you. I, well, my I guess my immediate concern is where's where's that damn were, werewolf? She's still out there. We don't know. We've been in here all all day. Ruby is kind of like looking up at the hatch. Uh, but she's not acting like she was earlier when the werewolf was around, where she was like tense and like growling or like whining. Okay. She's just kind of looking up. Her tail is wagging. She's licking Curtis's face. I think it's okay out there. But now, I say we get out of here. I don't want to be buried anymore down here. Yeah, let's get out of here ASAP. What do the we do if it's clear. out there? Well, if it's out there, well, let's move quietly. And if it's out there, then. We come back or try to give it the slip, although maybe coming back here might be better. Okay. Uh-huh. We can't stay down here forever. I'm guessing I don't get signal on the phone. Um, down here? Um, hmm. Uh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you just give roll a die for me and tell me what you get? Just a die? Mm-hmm. Okay. Success. 
Okay. I think that um, you, when you hold the phone like up to the metal uh, hatch, like you get uh, like one bar for a second. You're not that far below the earth. Okay. So here's what I would like to do. Okay. So I know that there are sometimes public cameras that even like there are cameras set up in public places that even people can look at. Like at the beach, there are cameras that you can see the surf if you're a surfer, for example. So I'm wondering if there's like, since it's a park, if there are cameras that I can see that I can get phone that I can see if the werewolf's out there. Interesting. Um, Okay. So you're just kind of doing a web search for these like public cameras and just give me a wits plus technology role, please. Okay. Seven. Am I, am I at a three now? I am, huh? Because I filled my rouse check. Okay. Yeah. Success. Okay, great. So suddenly Jen Brown is like, look, and she's got (laughs) truly that the park is like, it's near a university and all these places that kind of like, do have this kind of, you know, uh, CCTV kind of monitoring system. And she's found the site that it's on. And um, with a little bit of like scrolling, Jen Brown, you see the homeless guy kind of walking through another section of the park. Uh, you don't see the building you're in near him at all. He looks like he's like beside a chain link fence. And beyond that fence, there are, there's like a, a bleacher or something like that. He's like not in an area that you recognize exactly. How about uh, how about that car we abandoned? Um, right. So the other thing that you notice, Jen Brown, when you look on your uh, <laughs> when you look on this CCTV system is that uh, there is a far away. Uh, shot of your outhouse and there appears to be police tape around it around the outhouse uh well around the outhouse because remember the outhouse was like right up the hill from like where the car was uh crashed so i'm sorry it's around where the car accident happened not up by the outhouse but they would have line of sight on us potentially possibly yeah it's around the nissan leaf yes are there cops there now or is there just tape you don't see anybody. I mean, in theory, I mean, just to logicking it out like a normal person would, they might have caught this like in the morning and yeah. already have left. Wait, so that was your car. So now your car is linked to a car accident and now the police are going to be Aware asking about us. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> there are cameras in this park, which means <laughs> the police have footage of a werewolf attack. <laughs> Um, that is a really great question, Curtis. And, um, that um, I, I, I encourage everybody to make a um, intelligence plus politics role. Okay. Uh, does a hunger does hunger play into this? Um, it it will. What if what if you're Success. Yeah. Jen Brown, if there is indeed footage of you guys uh, with a werewolf uh, 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 fight, then you have broken the masquerade um, and you could be in trouble with the Camarillo. Um, Again, remembering back, you guys mostly stayed in the car and it's the other creature that maybe potentially exposed himself. But I want you guys to know um, just a little bit about how you feel right now. You're at hunger three and four. So these conversations are 
really hurried and like paranoid oh. it's like a bunch of junkies like talking to each other like yeah. you guys are like down in this like little coal chamber like what are we, oh my god you know like it's just all like very frenzied and you you can't get over the fact of how hungry you are right listen to me listen to me god damn it what we have to do is go to Silesia. we gotta we gotta talk to the people that are in cahoots with the police well, I don't know that we fought some vampire because what are we going to do? Erase all the footage? I don't know how to do that. I want to use zero cool for hackers. I could do that. But you could I do that from a distance, or you could, or you'd have to go to the place where the, where the tapes are. Could they I might erase these after a couple of days. They can't possibly keep all this stuff on file. Probably already looked at them, goddammit. Nobody's I- getting around watching the f- fucking watching the tapes in the park. How many hours of footage that is? No one's watching it. We need to get the fuck out of here. Well, how are we getting out of here? He's over on the other side of the park now. We need to go. We need to go. I, I wrench the metal out of the uh, out of the door and I say, "Fine, let's go." Are um, we to go? Are we going to take your car? Or no, we walk. We fucking run. total man. We got to just get out of here. We got to run out of the park. There's no way the car's up. even there. It probably towed it. Collars up, hoods up. I don't want my face in these cameras. <laughs> Collars up, hoods up. <laughs> Collars up, hoods up. Sounds like you guys are being kind of stealthy. Yeah, that's right. Oh. No. Okay, no We're problem. Carmen in, Carmen San Diego. So. Can someone yeah. put me on their back or something then? Because I have no system. <laughs> yeah. uh, can we do two chipmunks in one trench coat? <laughs> I want everybody to make that Dex plus stealth roll, but um, I'm going to say that who who is the best at this? Probably Curtis. Is that right? Maybe Dex plus stealth. Yeah, yeah. Not, yes, not probably me. so. Okay, so he was the one that opened the hatch and was like, go, 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 and is kind of leading you guys out here. So he'll make the final roll, and how bad or uh, or well you guys do will affect his roll. So go ahead, Miles, oh. and Jen, make your rolls. So Ooh. I can't I, – I only have two decks and zero stealth and three hunger die. Okay. Um, that means you roll two hunger dice. Okay. Oh, I've got one – I'm be. I will be rolling a total of one, and I have four hunger die. Uh, okay. Uh, so you'll roll. You have one and four. Yep. Total right. failure. Sorry, Curtis. Total failure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I rolled so six it. dice. I got two successes. Okay. Oh, don't roll yours yet. Uh, that was a good. That was a good roll. I'm sorry. I should have said. So, uh, Jen, did you succeed? I'm sorry. I forgot. Total failure. Total failure. So two total failures. So I think we need to roll Curtis's roll with like two dice off of his roll because gotcha. his friends are being loud, cagey, and weird and fighting <laughs> with each other. All right. So I'm rolling uh, two less than what I would be rolling normally. That's correct. Okay. Uh, oh god. And you have two companions. You have three companions. So I need three successes here. I, yeah. I'm afraid. I achieved two successes. Okay, so do you have some dice that oh, were failures, but not like uh, that aren't hunger dice? No, you do not. No, because I have going, three hunger dice. Up and then there was like, only clink, one. Clink, clink, clink. Only okay, one so of those four I rolled was not a hunger dice. All I'll say is that um, you start uh, kind of uh, running toward the exit of the park, and you hear behind you, "Hey, come back here!" Shit! Keep running. Don't. Run. Yeah, we continue yeah. running. Dex plus athletics, everybody. Dex plus athletics. Right. Uh, that's all hunger die. Okay. Oh boy. We're just a couple of hungry vamps. Well, Total failure. Of... Oh, I got face plants. 
Four successes. Mm. One success. One success. Okay. Leave her. She's getting away. Let's go. <laughs> that is kind of what's happening. Uh, he's a hungry guy. And uh, the other thing I want to tell you guys is part of the problem is you're so filled with hunger that you're not even moving like normal people. You're like moving like the little girl from the ring and you're like kind of like skittering weirdly and stuff like that. And maybe that's what's kind of messing with like Jen Brown is like being the thin blood. She's mostly human, but like, I don't know, the hunger is really kind of making her sort of delirious and she's kind of like tripping as she runs. Uh, But uh, finally, like um, you hear get Uh-oh. down on the ground Uh-oh. and it's kind of pretty close behind jen brown you two um well no miles only got one success curtis you're away you're like out of the street right now you're not even sure if they've seen you 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 were so fast and and did so well at this great so yeah i'm, I'm doing that that run where i'm really hunched down and occasionally my hands make contact with the ground <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's a dog-like gallop i i'll i'll I, I get Jen. I I stop. I get Jen moving. I go 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 go. I'll see you back at the uh, hotel. Is what I wanted to say, but that's not where we're staying at. We're staying at <laughs> your, your You want to see the Haven? The Haven. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'd like to hashtag get pink. Mm-hmm. Put on my best pitiable thing and pretend essentially that I've just been mugged and they're going and point to a different direction as to where they went off and be like, ah, and then like, I need help. I need help. Kind of thing. You're going to hashtag you think with four hunger. Great. Yeah. Give me a rouse roll. Great. How do you rouse? Just one, one die success. Wow. Okay. Good. Okay. What else you got? <laughs> you get pink and you approach them. Uh, Jen is like running off and um, miles. This has happened before. Uh, <laughs> if it goes the same way, it's just one guy. Uh, okay. And he's got like a gun out on you. I mean, I'm definitely bloodied. Like, uh, um, or I've looked, my, my clothes are ripped from being, my arms getting ripped off. Um, I'd like to put on the pitiable show and maybe add some presence if possible, you know? Really yeah, kind um, of like. So you're using me. your presence awe power. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so when you use that power, let's see here, you get um, to roll your manipulation plus presence, and then you will add your presence rating to the subsequent subterfuge roll that you use. Manipulation plus presence. Mm-hmm. So that's, okay, great. I like that. And do roll your hunger dice for all this. Got it. Here we go. So we're looking at six and four. And here we go. Two successes. Okay, great. And uh, it's not any kind of messy critical or or bestial failure. So um, you have activated the power of awe within you. So now you can roll your uh, manipulation plus a huge. Oh, oh, I've done that wrong. What What was I supposed to roll initially just then? Just Just then it was just manipulation plus... um, Plus uh, presence, manipulation plus presence. Ah, uh, okay. Then I need to do a, a worse odds. So let me do that correctly. Oh, okay, no problem. Manipulation plus presence. Yeah, let's see if this goes. Uh, great. Two, still two successes. Okay. Awesome. Okay, great. So you can now, um, you can now use your uh, manipulation plus subterfuge plus your extra die for being pitiable plus two more dice for your presence. Whoa. Excellent. Ooh. 
three successes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so what are you saying to the guy? I'm saying, I, it, 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 I just got, I just got the hell just beat out of me. And they ran off that way, and I point some some other direction that those guys didn't go. And I say, "He's goddamn city starter shit. I'm a senior citizen." Okay, the guy goes, "Let me call EMTs for you." Wait, wait. Let me help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help me, help me. Could you take a look at this, please? Um, I don't feel good. I just need you to. Right. You actually still don't look good. You may have gotten pink, but you look like clawed up, bloody, and injured. And he goes, oh, I can, uh, uh, I'm a first responder. Hold on. And he starts like ripping open your shirt to kind of like help bind the wound or something like that. Oh, God. Daddy's hungry, Jared. Daddy wants <laughs> what? Uh, Daddy wants to feed. I Daddy wants like that meat. <laughs> I feel Daddy like. Daddy wants to suck. <laughs> I feel Daddy like. Wants to suck. I feel what? like the fly is in the trap, my friend. Would you like yeah, to feed? Of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, okay, great. So, um, you, uh, bite into the guy's neck, I assume, and start feeding and he immediately is affected by your kiss and goes limp in your arms. This is a cop (laughs) with a badge and everything. And he's just like laying there in your arms. This is very Tom of Finland. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who knows what goes on in the park at night, you know? And, um, Basically, you you feed, and um, unless you want to drain him dry and kill him, right now your hunger is going to go down by one. Oh, I see. I won't. What neighborhood are we in? Our are we in our zone? You are not in your zone, and I think that if Curtis and Jen are watching, they will realize that. Uh, as you guys all spoke of just a minute ago, there are cameras in the park. So now on camera. We have Miles possibly on camera. We don't know that they cover every inch, but possibly on camera, we have Miles eating a cop. The kind of thing that they'd probably definitely want to get footage of. uh, uh, Yeah, well, he's got a body cam. He's probably got me uh, slurping away. It's possible. uh right i mean body cams on all the cops please uh so let's just see this here uh blue lives matter one (laughs) thing is uh, is there a role for me to stop slurping and not kill or do i it's just my decision you know i think that at hunger four i need a role and that'll be willpower okay is that with a hunger dice a hunger pool of now three because i've sucked or still four willpower won't be doesn't get hunger die so just roll your straight willpower and tell me how it goes oh great and my willpower is so many so i'm gonna roll seven yeah miles is very resolved and he has quite a bit of composure he's he's a tough guy no problem uh yeah i totally i think i should stop sucking him off in the park (laughs) <laughs> um sure okay so you stop that um because oh wait but he's seen me right i mean they don't lose memory or anything do they well um there are you've heard of powers that could help you make that happen but um i will say that the kiss gives such ecstasy that most mortals can't like the second you get off of them they can't suddenly like attack you like he would need to make some rolls to start like acting against you again immediately and i don't know that 
I don't know. He's up to it. I would have to roll. But if 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 it sort of feels like he's in a daze, I want to take his firearm from him, not to like necessarily use it in our arsenal. And my plan is to misplace it so he looks like a idiot cop that lost his own gun. Great. Um, that's he does seem to be in a daze, and uh, you pull off of him. You, you, your hunger is down to three now, still considerable. You pull off of him. You can pull that. You can unclip the gun from his holster. That's how much of a daze he's in. And do you want to throw it into the bushes or something like that? Um, yeah, I just want to chuck it, and I and I want to look him. I, I, I chuck it as far as I can, and I will look him in the eyes and say, "Thank you, thank you. I'm okay now. You're such a hero. You're such a hero." <laughs> Waddle off into the dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to make a note for there to be plenty of fallout from all of that. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, should I have killed him? I don't know. I don't know either. Don't look at me for answers. Ross, would you have killed him? I no, I feel like that would make it worse. Yeah, right? Then we'd have a body on our hands. Um, yeah. But uh, suffice to say, you now have the whole There's evening no ahead of you. You guys have escaped the park. and oh, you It's can... so stressful. There's so much to manage. You <laughs> It's hard to be. It's hard to be a vampire. Where do you want to go now? I heard people talk about the Haven. Is that where everybody's headed? I think we well, should go to the Elysium because we got to report what just happened. There's a, wor- a werewolf. There's shit on camera. Like we're in over we, our heads. And also I, we. Kn- oh no! Go ahead. I, we know, and also we have information about the barfly that is valuable, even though we're not necessarily bringing him to him on a silver platter. We yeah. do have his name and his phone number. I mean, what were they expecting? They're entrusting a brand new vamps to a delicate espionage mission. It's really their fault. We should point the finger at them. Well, I think you, you think guys have caught up with each other on the street. You're now all walking along the street and you're talking about this. Keep in mind, you are all still pretty hungry, even though Miles has really taken the edge off. Um, and uh, I think that if you want to discuss any more options, like does anybody remember any more options you might have? I mean, one is me going to have a chat with uh, um, Churchill yeah. Jackson. Churchill right. Jackson is my sire, but who is it? Brett, who the uh, the um, oh Brad Lockwood. Brad Lockwood is the drug dealer that I was. Um, but fuck him. I don't know. <laughs> well, hey, no, no, no. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to influence you one way or another. But I will say that. Those don't sound insane to me. Like uh, Brad might know of something about these guys. You never asked him about that. That's a per- yeah. That 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 just kind of opened up that it might that might be a connection I can use. But it seems that like taking stock of what's happened so far seems to me a little, maybe a little bit more important. Unless uh, Jen Brown has is against going to Elysium. Well, uh, two two things. Is it conceivable that I with with um power at my disposal like literal like electric power electronic power that mm-hmm. i could erase the footage myself given my uh, tech prowess well um it is possible you would need um hours of time and okay. uh, a, com- a pretty up to date computer setup and you'd have to make a bunch of hacking rolls which would okay. be pretty difficult i mean you just know from this kind of thing that it's like almost like a night's work to do something like that uh and uh even then you might not be 100 percent sure you got the stuff but you could you could give it a shot if you had the right setup okay and then the, the thing i'll say to the guys as we're walking away is um do you think they knew 
Elysium about the about the werewolf. Is in? Do you think they were setting us up? You think? If they wanted to kill us, you think they'd do it cleaner than that? But There's I don't also, know. I mean, I doubt that all those clans or sects or whatever the hell in that place are all uh, friendly with each other. I mean, hell, we could just be pawns in some goddamn power play. They could be screwing us from the top, but seems to me... If I'm going to get screwed, it's going to be from the bottom, goddammit! Well, <laughs> whoever whoever the voice Miles on the phone was... Power, that, he's powerful. A power, powerful bottom. <laughs> whoever the voice on the phone was who claimed to be Stu and uh, corresponded to Stu and Brenda's phone He's the one that sent you to the park. So are you now theorizing that he works for the Camarilla and Elysium? No. Sorry, seem I, think we're, I think we're talking about maybe multiple houses within Elysium and who that's one of them theoretically could be in cahoots with the Barfly. Seems to yeah. me that I, I, I would, I would, as against the Anarchs as Churchill Jackson was and as, and as bad a look for him as it is, that one of his own was a mole on the inside, potentially, hence us getting pulled in. It would seem that he, and as clicky as, va- as these vampires seem to be, where they, they're all out for themselves. They're all out for their little families and clans. Seems to me that if one clan is trying to get one over on another clan, that they probably want to get one over on werewolves even more than that. So as if they don't want us poaching in their territory, they probably want werewolves poaching in their territory even less. So a vampire working with a werewolf would probably be something that would set them off and something that they might like to know. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, surely there's we we have to report what's happened because we need help with the collateral damage and the fallout of this. But is there anybody? Jesus Starts to talk in that voice. Is there anybody? Uh, <laughs> Miles asks. You died. You died last night. Take, relax. Yeah. Miles asks. I think Miles is like coughing and stuff. Like, yeah. If there's like anybody a- in Elysium that we for sure don't want to tell. And if we don't have really any evidence, he suggests that we just go in and report what's going on. And that, you know, like we're a little bit. We're a little bit. We're a little uh, in over our heads at this point. I want look, to talk Ma- to Churchill Jackson. And look, Churchill Miles, I know you like I, I know you like your adopted sire, but I don't trust her. Me neither. I mean, well, she, admittedly, she, is, she rubbed me the wrong way, too, but she's got a laugh that's very infectious. <laughs> she's the only one who's guaranteed to be at Elysium because she is the prince uh, of the city currently mm-hmm. the others may or may not be churchill jackson is uh, available via a, a number he gave you on a card i think that maybe that's the move is to try to hit him up on that number all right okay. and meet outside of elysium even if he's the, if he is outside of elysium if he here's wants the one move. thing which is that i really want to keep this phone and if we call him from this cell phone I'm afraid he's going to confiscate it because they no, don't want us to have technology. Call from the payphone. Pay phone if we Are there still payphones in this city? Pittsburgh's many payphones. <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgh is the last municipality to maintain a strict <laughs> payphone pay for every three blocks. Uh, I mean, he gave us a number. Do I still have a cell phone? 
No, they, all of your they cell phones were taken stuff. from yeah. you. So um, you can we'll go into Brenda's... a twenty-four hour subway shop, uh, subway yeah. sandwich shop, and ask if we can use their phone. Um, I, I think walking along here, and it's no later than probably eight twenty-eight thirty at night. You can definitely find a place where you can go in and okay. and use a phone. So, okay. and I think that there even are some pay phones because this is the world of darkness. It's not our world, and there's all this like leftover remnants of the Pittsburgh that was this like rusting you know, steel town, uh, kind of milieu. So I think you do find like a place where there are like grubby fast food restaurants that are open late at night. And between them, there's like a, a little like uh pay phone. And do you want to call the number that Churchill gave you? Yes. Great. Um, he, uh, a guy answers the phone and goes, Lonergan's. This is uh, Curtis calling for uh, Churchill Jackson. You said your name was Curtis? Yes, sir. Can you make it to Lonergan's Irish Pub uh, in Shadyside uh, in the next hour? Can't, knowing the geography of Pittsburgh, can I? You could, yeah. Okay. See you there. Okay. Click. He's not in Elysium. Where is he? Um, would I know this place? Is this a is this a divey um, sort of spot? It's a divey sort of spot. Shadyside's actually a really refurbished kind of like uh, hipstery section of town. You don't really know of a lot of like Irish pubs down there. Um, so yeah, this is this will have to be a dive spot. It sounds like a whole another throwback. Okay. Yeah, I know the spot. It's walking distance. <laughs> yeah, no problem. It'll only take you, I think, something like maybe like forty five minutes. Are we cutting through our haven by any chance to get there? No, the haven's on the other side of the city, on the other side of downtown. Okay. I know. All right. Nice to have a snack. It would be nice to have a snack. It would. Well, um, you know, though, because they don't give a shit about animals, do they? They don't. No. Can I? <laughs> can I? Can Jen go on a little safari and find like a squirrel or a bird or something and eat it? Um. Okay. Give me as you travel. You want to do this, right? Yes. Okay. Give me a composure. Give me a composure plus animal handling roll, and that is going to be a difficulty uh, three because you know you're just kind of out on the street. You're kind of like hunting as you travel, so it could be a little tricky. Okay, this isn't going to go well. Um, total failure. Uh, okay, great. Um, like you guys are like really having a bad trip because you're like all walking along, like hungry, like your clothes are like ripped. I mean, like Miles is covered in blood and Jen is like literally like leaping at, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, rats that she sees like along the side of the uh, street um, and digging through trash, like looking for animals. Um, unfortunately, you find none. Uh, but what you do find after after uh, not too long a walk, is a place called Lonergan's Irish Pub. And it is, in fact, like uh, on either side, there's like a Froyo place and like a ramen place. And then there's this old, like, just the, the, the awning is dirty, like brick building that looks like a classic Irish pub. I want to take stock of how, so Miles looks, is like, his clothes are literally in van- in werewolf shredded tatters. I th- I'm, 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 I've got blood all over me. Uh, 
we we are a site. We are a site. Yeah, you are a site. You are a site. I mean, you're it? it's a Saturday night now. You're out on the you're out on the street uh, in, in in an area of town that has like some traffic, yeah. but nobody. I mean, it ain't New York, but people still don't seem to be staring at you. Jen, there, you're pretty presentable. Mm-hmm. Is there like a Goodwill or something <laughs> or a, or a uh, Salvation Army or something nearby? Unfortunately, you are at the location now. You don't see any immediately nearby. Um, would I know? Do I need in? to go in? And you guys um, can hang out? I just feel like it's a bad look showing up to the guy, the one guy who really was adamant about breaking the masquerade, all covered with blood and shredded and looking like monsters. Sure. What if I went in? Mm-hmm. Let me all say this. So what if I went in? I met up with him. I asked him to go in the back and you guys can meet us around. Yeah, there's part of me that thinks if we're trying to pull the wool over this guy's eyes, we're only going to get in hotter water. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. I like that plan. Yeah, let's see if he'll, he'll meet us round back. Round back. Great. So, Jen, you enter and uh, there's a typical Saturday night crowd, which is a little depressing. Um, but, uh, you know, and it hasn't quite picked up yet because it's only about 830, 9 o'clock. Um, um, there's a big beefy, you know, kind of balding redheaded guy behind the counter and way in the back, you go up a little bit of stairs, you go back to where, you know, the pool table is and stuff like that. You just see his eyes, pure white looking out of the darkness and you recognize him in his big collared, uh, suit under like a leather jacket. It's Churchill. Jackson. <laughs> 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 um, cool. Jen feels pretty uncomfortable because she's this is maybe the second time in her entire life she's ever been in a dive bar so she kind of <laughs> uh kind of gives a nod to the bartender out of awkwardness uh which i'm sure confuses him and then um kind of uh moves forward to churchill okay where's curtis we need you to meet us around back okay he stands up, follow me, and he walks past the restrooms in the back, out a back door into a parking lot where there's like a dumpster and there's uh, actually um, a, a mortal just kind of like already at uh, nine o'clock at night, like throwing up in the back. Like, and Churchill looks at him and goes, get lost. The guy goes <laughs> and walks back into the bar uh, and then Churchill's like. All right. Can I like go out to the, I don't know. Is there like an I area think, that maybe, they might've been waiting? Or step out anything? of the shadows. Yeah. You two look like shit. Well, we've seen some shit. That's for damn sure. We've seen worse and we would look a lot worse. We got set up. It sounds like it. Uh, we saw what happened at the heathens clubhouse. We were wondering about your progress. And then we found Jen's car in the park this morning. What do you mean you saw what happened at the Heathens Clubhouse? Well, you know, we don't control the police, but we definitely have people inside the police. Oh, yeah, good. Well, you know, we've been nothing but courteous to them, so good to know. (laughs) So what am I looking at here? How bad did you guys fuck this up? Well, we moved. As about as bad as you can get when you get attacked by a goddamn werewolf. We learned 
You sent us after this Barfly character. Yeah, no one goes to Shinley Park. Every the kindred avoid that place like the plague. Everyone knows that one of those things makes its den there. Everyone except us. You didn't think that was pertinent information? Well, how did you end up there? We were following the lead that you forced us to chase. Now tell me step by step what happened. We and went. You guys can tell him. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And gets ahead. frustrated and walks kind of over, and it's just sort of like. Oh, she's had a rough years. night. Do you tell him all. everything? Um. Well, let's see. What I do t- we? I, what do we omit? I'm trying to think. Well, I'll just see if I can run through it and, and omit what I think would. Uh, we followed the leads you gave us. The barfly, the heathens. We went to their hideout, as you know, seeing if we could pump them for information, but they got wise to us. Not their first time dealing with uh, people like us. As it turns out, the uh, big cheese over at the, uh, over at the heathens is the father of a fellow named Stu Headley, otherwise known as the barfly. He's been having him do odd jobs for a while now, it seems. Probably his own work or the work of his, uh, his network of friends. But the uh, heathens... That tracks with what we know. The heathens have been present in some anarch operations. I don't know if the heathens are going to be able to recover for a little bit. But we did get his telephone number. I'm sorry, Curtis. Uh, yeah, Curtis. Uh, who's this guy again? What's, what's this? Churchill one? Jackson. Church, He's the sheriff. Mr. Jackson, do you know what happened to know anything? Did you know that you were sending us into the jaws of a goddamn werewolf? And if so, why the hell didn't you, you tell us about it? You, you, you trying to kill us? I still don't know how you ended up in the park. So you had the barfly's phone number in yeah. a phone. I joined Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Giving him the cold shoulder. Curtis, <laughs> <laughs> we tried to set up a meeting so we could get the drop on him and bring him to you. That was the location that he selected. The location that he selected. Location he offered. It seemed as good as any other to us. And what type of sway did you have over this meeting? Did you have a hostage? Did you have anything he, that could make him meet where you wanted to meet? He believed that we might have had his father, but... I don't know if that information was believable enough Where for is us his to choose father? the location. His location on uh, yeah. the death but, of the father? Oh, um <laughs> Curtis. Uh, <laughs> I think he's um, There's somewhere discreet. There's somewhere They're dead. They're dead. They're dead. But discreetly dead. So you Let's let just yourself, say you let yourself be talked into a trap. And there was a lot of collateral damage. You were a bit sloppy. We're I'm going to kind of come back this. into oh, the group and go, look, we're doing the best we can. As you know, we don't really know what the fuck we're doing. Why are you even sending us on this mission to begin with? If we knew we were walking into a werewolf den... I don't think we would have said yes to his little arrangement. Look, this was Adelaide's idea. I didn't think that Kindred two weeks old should be sent on something this important either. 
but I also didn't think you'd walk in the front door of a motorcycle gang's clubhouse and start whooping ass. Yeah, well, we did. Now they're all dead. We're still standing. It was if Adelaide you give me idea? a mission, then I'd like to follow orders to see it through to its completion. But if you don't give me all the relevant intelligence, then there's no way that I could do what you sent me to do. Yeah! I'm not angry that you got attacked by a werewolf or that you were a little sloppy. I'm angry that you let yourself be tricked by this guy. You got to be smarter than these people. Do you understand? Or you're not going to last very long. Let me tell you something. Do you know? How many kindred last five years after they've been embraced? How many? Less than 10%. It's harder to be a vampire than it is to be immortal. You have weaknesses now. You've got to be smarter than everybody else. Look, I'm aware that there's CCC. <laughs> looking at the, at the ground like, yeah, maybe kick it. <laughs> okay. There, I'm up, I guess. CCTV. Everything <laughs> else. I fucked up the car. I just, I can't do nothing right. Um, are you really doing? I mean, you can. Are you? Are do you feel? That's definitely uh, going on in my head, and I was like, maybe, maybe. I mean, this is this is like going back into full like self-recriminating junkie mode. Just like fuck up everything. Everything falls through my hands. I try and try, and nothing turns out right. Can I? Can I kind of intercede? I'm I'm still feeling obstinate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, Look, I don't trust Adelaide. And frankly, I don't trust you. We are going on basically no information. You tell us a code name and send us to a location. How is this our fault? This is a test like everything else. If you had succeeded safely and effectively, then you would be given more free reign, more freedom to live your own lives as you wanted. This was an opportunity for you, and it still can be. But you have to tell me how we're going to solve this. The CCTV, a little bit of the collateral damage. Look, that, that happens in these kinds of dust-ups, all right? And it's my job to keep it quiet. So, Curtis, I can help you do that because my rep is on the line here right now. Do you understand? I adopted you as my responsibility. But you have to tell me how we're going to fix this. You need to bring in the barfly or you need to find some hard evidence on how he's connected to the other anarchs. He has to tell us something. We already knew about the werewolf in the park. Okay. Yeah. Um, this sort of like paternal, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed kind of thing is like really hitting, really hitting. <laughs> it's like, okay, I won't let you down again. Gave me a chance. We'll bring him to you. Do you need help? We'll figure something out. It's okay to ask me for help, but don't ask Adelaide. I don't trust her. Why don't you trust her? Well, I don't know. I mean, she's the prince of the city all of a sudden. This is chosen by the Camarilla higher ups. She's only been a kindred for something like 20 years. It doesn't make sense. How did that happen? It was her. And you can go ahead and tell you? her that I said that, Mr. Vanderbuck, because she already knows I'm thinking it. 
some people get whatever they want all the time. It was her idea. Grab the scraps that are left over. She's a Malkavian. Do you know what that means? Huh? No. She belongs to a clan of vampires whose blood carries madness. That's why she gets a lot of um, leeway in terms of doing things creatively. People think that the Malkavians have some sort of cosmic insight that allows them to, uh, you know, think outside the box. I think she was dangerous before she became prince, and she sure the fuck is about ten times as dangerous now. The leader so, of all the vampires in Pittsburgh is everyone knows she's insane. That's right. It's looked at as a feature, not a bug. But not by me. She sent us because she wants us to fucking die, doesn't she? She wouldn't do that to me. I don't know. Miles are delusional. I don't want to be a pawn in her little game of personal enjoyment. I don't want to get laughed at by her again. Then help me. Help me help you. We bring this guy in. You guys get more free reign, more privileges. We increase our power base in the city. It'll help us. I promise you that. I promise you that we'll do it. Help us then. Let's take this guy out. Let's see. All right. So um, come with me. Um, and he has this like big, like long, like brown, like 70s sedan. And he wants you to get inside. Is there anyone else in the car that we can see? Yeah, there's a guy driving. Uh, and he kind of nods at Churchill Jackson, like a black guy in casual clothes. Um, oh, he does I, not look like Kindred. Okay. I give a little <laughs> call Ruby over. It's like. She rides with me. I did not think that your blood would manifest that particular condition. Uh, sure. I put her in the back. You see that he's kind of like, actually make an insight roll. Okay. Just straight insight? Yeah, uh, I think it would be wits plus insight. Good, because I have no insight. <laughs> <laughs> Can I also make this roll? Because I feel pretty suspicious of this. Thing. You absolutely may. Uh, success. One success. Success. Okay. So um, he um, he's like uh, one success for both of you. Mm-hmm. All you can tell is that he's kind of uncomfortable by the fact that you obviously are using animalism. Okay. Um, and I can't tell you why or give you any more insight right now, but he, he has you guys all get in the car and then he drives uh, until you come uh, to a police station. Uh, and he gets out and is like, follow me. Could, how long was the drive? Um, oh, you could have done many things on that drive if you want. It was probably 15 minutes. Could I ask him how many other vampires have you sired or adopted, Church? Me? Yeah. None. 
It's just the old hurts. prince had a the old pin, prince had a prohibition against it. It's why some of those anarchs, the anarchs that created you, some of them, rebelled. You're not allowed to. None of you are allowed to sire. That's right. The old prince was against increasing the population. He thought it would be bad for the city. I mean, you can see how much chaos is created by just a handful of us. So how many people are in your order? Camarilla members in Pittsburgh? No, I mean, do you think that you're the same type of vampire as Adelaide? Don't you have factions within factions? Are you talking about my clan? Your clan, yeah. Well, not that it's any of your business, but I happen to belong to one of the traitor clans. Traitor I am a, Yes. The Anarch, the Anarch movement is composed of several core clans, one of whom is the Gangrel clan. The Wanderers, the, the, the Beasts, some people call them the Wolves. Uh, the Gangrel weren't always part and parcel belonged to the Anarch movement. They used to be a part of the Camarilla. When they betrayed the Camarilla, and turned to the Anarch side, I stayed with the Camarilla. So, I'm a really popular guy. I guess that makes me a pretty popular guy, too. Uh, yes, Curtis, you might say that. <sighs> when people find out what kind of blood you carry in the Camarilla, they're going to assume that you're a traitor. But that's what Adelaide thought was ingenious about using you guys. The, the Anarchs will trust you once they find out what kind of blood you carry. Because Miles is of Bruja blood. They're also one of the core clans of the Anarch movement. And Jen is a thin blood who are normally not accepted within the Camarilla at all. What you does see, that mean? It means that you're the perfect Judas goats. We could send you into an Anarch meeting... And as soon as you prove your, your your blood pedigree, they will not suspect you as being Camarilla agents. There's a lot of talk of sending us places and having us do things for you. Is that all part of this blood debt that we, we've got? You guys, you give us this gift and we're basically your foot soldiers? That's right. That is how it works. Camarilla is a hierarchy. You are soldiers at the bottom level. If you do what you're told, you can move up. You could reach levels of power you can't imagine. I'm sure but most people fuck it up in the first five years. Right. What did you say, Jen? I'm sure they say that to all the soldiers right before they're murdered. That really hits with Curtis too. Like, really, <laughs> like stroking Ruby a little too aggressively. <laughs> Just striking. Ruby's oh, wrong. man. Now you're at the police station. All right. Uh, we're going to be safe in there? Uh, we're not going in. Huh. And then his driver gets up and starts walking in. We're going to get some information. All right. Who is that guy? One of your ghouls? 
Yeah, he is. Uh, he's loyal to me. Is he a cop? Yes, he is. But you don't see him. You don't remember him. And I'm not telling you his name. Because there's another detective in the Pittsburgh Police Department that I don't want knowing has a rival inside the department. Uh, I'm trusting you with a lot here. Miles' <laughs> <laughs> mind is blown. He, he's not typically privy to uh, vampire uh, politics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is this is this is one of the bigger info dumps that we've got. I'm like, oh my God, okay, trying to log this all the way. Yeah, I'm sure right now your brains feel really full. Uh, we can keep mind up. blown, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't tell you any of this stuff if I didn't think I could end you in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, after a little while, the guy comes back out and he's got like a stack of photocopies and stuff and hands them to Curtis um, and, uh, and, to, and to Churchill. And um, so it looks like Someone interesting stopped by the crime scene at the Heathens Clubhouse right after you guys left. A guy driving a very specific type of bike kind of swung by, and some of the officers on the scene noticed this bike. You don't say. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, we've even determined the make and model of this particular motorcycle. It is a V-twin. What is this thing? Crocker V-twin. Yeah, 1940. Now, not everybody rides around on something like that, do they? Nice. Do we, do, do, does Jen know that with that information, is there like a license plate as well? Or is it just the make and model? It is. There is no license plate, and okay. the cops did not catch the license plate. But he's going to tell you everything about this bike really quickly because someone caught uh, a look at it and noticed it—a Crocker V-twin big tank—and it is like a 1940 models motorcycle. A guy drove by riding one of those, and one of the officers clocked it. So how many places in the city service bikes like that? Vintage motorcycles. There yeah. Few, I would imagine. Yeah. Why don't we do a little digging? All right. Um, he can take you, he and his car can take you wherever you want to go. Right. Um, I don't know. You just want to go to one of these vintage bike mechanic shops <laughs> would they even be open now probably not that's the other problem with being a vampire everything's closed <laughs> <laughs> well, we could find out who owns it maybe so hold on i need to like i just need to like a out of game talk sure. recapping of the clues so um there's an ins uh, uh 
Jackson's got an intel, inside man at the police department, and he's mm-hmm. come back with this new evidence that a very specific vintage motorcycle visited the crime scene after we had left. Mm-hmm. Um, Guy and, had a helmet on. You're reading the description in the police report, a photocopy of the police report, okay. Curtis. Guy had a helmet on, leather jacket. It was impossible to get his identity. But one of the cops was like, what kind of bike is that? They wrote yeah. down a description, and then they figured it out. Right. So that's one lead. We also have, although I guess we don't know his whereabouts, but we know there is the actual bar fly. We got his number, I guess, still. We have his number and it's, it's presumably this is his, him and his bicycle, his yeah. bike. Give me um, the phone. What? I'm sorry. You said you had his number. Oh, I was talking at a game. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, okay, you haven't, that. No, but we did, we, we said we called him. But we we didn't specify. I'm not going to blow the blow up that Den has a phone. Okay, you're fine. You're fine. You said this place was replete with public phones. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> sure, sure. So, um, Curtis, I mean uh, Churchill has either forgotten that you mentioned the call, or he's not going to take you to task on it. But he, that's fine. Go ahead. Um. So those are two. Yeah, out of out of character. We're just talking about the leads. Yeah, so yeah. you have the phone and you have this vintage motorcycle. I mean, it doesn't seem like the best lead, but it, maybe you could call a, a couple, a couple. Yeah, call in repair shops. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, looking for, looking. We could get an address maybe or some more information from a shop by calling and pretending to be him. I also say I, back slipping back in in game to uh, Jackson. I say. Uh, what if we run into this werewolf fella again? I mean, what do we just run? I mean, the thing ripped my goddamn arm off. Casper? How the hell should I know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Casper. It's me, Jenny. Don't worry, Jenny. It's me, Casper. Of course, kids. (laughs) He stays in the park. Uh, I don't know. The Tremere have some kind of theory that there's some sort of primal energy in the park that werewolves feed on. I don't know. Are Just, there other werewolves in Pittsburgh? Yeah, probably. Don't go in that park anymore. <laughs> you don't have to tell us twice. Yeah, we got it. Okay. Look, a, a lot of this uh, tracking down of Stu would be a lot easier if I had access to a computer. Yeah, that can't happen. Why not? Because, as I told you, you are a foot soldier. And you are a foot soldier in the Camarilla. Since the fall of London, we have abandoned digital communication. Okay, she can download the databases on gigabytes. Sort of what Miles said. Has anyone <laughs> talked to you about the Second Inquisition? Yes, we've had the talk. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not some asshole with a Facebook page. I might be a foot soldier, but I'm a smart foot soldier and I'm discreet. Do you actually want more power? Then give me a computer. Fine. And he tells his driver something. And a little while later, you pull up to this like uh, this like um, library. It's like a public library and it looks like it's all closed down for the night. And uh, he uh, he gets out and he's like, come on, your computer's right over here. Dude, oh. you're getting Adele. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're familiar with Windows NT because 
<laughs> okay. Jen sits down and plays King's Quest for two hours. <laughs> um, he actually has keys to this public library spot for some reason, and he lets you in. And it's like, I mean, it's literally like, you know, there's the kids section with little yellow tables, but it's all dark right now and kind of creepy. And he walks you past like, you know, the Jacqueline Steele, like bodice rippers that are on like a little spinning rack. And finally, he walks you back to, yes, some Dell desktops that are sitting uh, like in these like cubicles. And he puts in a password and you've got mail. You're online. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Packed in, baby. This stream is uh, sponsored by Dell. Obviously, the best place where you can purchase your desktop and laptop. I'm on a Dell right now. Um, <laughs> so I will expect some Alienware headsets anytime soon, I think. Ooh. Jen, what go. do you need to research right now? What are you going to look into? Well, my thought was um, if it was possible... To, since I also have a social media company, I'm wondering if there's a way to like find because um, I'm assuming all of these places have like social media pages. They have like business pages or That's whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe I don't even really need to do anything super fancy tech wise, but maybe yeah. I can um, get a bunch of. Is there any way that I can narrow down what? I'm, I'm sure there's only like a, a handful. Of I think people. I think it makes sense. I think that if Jen is given a little time and she's good at research, in addition to you know doing the technical side of things, right? She's a smart gal. So why doesn't she give me an intelligence plus? I'm not going to make it technology because anybody can do a Google search. Give me an intelligence plus academics role to see how good she is at researching and finding information quickly. And you know she can't fail it and get no information. She can just fail it and take forever or fail it and uh you know maybe get too many answers so let's go ahead and give it a shot okay success how many uh just one just one success okay um you um yeah this is just a google search i'm here's what i'm gonna say with one success it takes you hours so do the other vampires want to do anything while you were doing this um it's um, taking her six hours did you just say no no i said taking her hours not six hours it's taking her it's taking her uh a lot though i think i think i should i think miles would turn to curtis who's an maybe an ex or at least some knowledgeable about potentially storming a base (laughs) and sort of say is there any preparation that we need to do in case this becomes a conf- physical confrontation at this bike shop if we gotta go there like i guess we got a couple of guns we got guns it depends on how we want to play it i mean best case we get to choose where the fight happens and can i give you a little advice a bonehead trap uh, yeah sure shootouts are a little conspicuous like. next time Don't knock on the front door and start busting heads. Get in without anybody seeing you. Find some information that will make Adelaide happy and get off your back. And take it back to Elysium. Figure out who the other Anarchs are. Where they haven. 
get us some morsel of information beside a phone number of a guy who tricked you into a werewolf attack. Oh, maybe we uh We don't can... need to bring him to the guy. We just need to bring back some info. Yeah, so we're, are you talking are we going to mission impossible this thing? <laughs> <laughs> either either drop in and and eavesdrop or send one of us in to actually talk to him. And keep in mind, this is just the guy's bike shop. It's not necessarily his haven. Right. We could Do you use have that. anything yet, Miss Brown? Do I? Yeah, it's been like two hours. But Jen Brown, you finally found like this um, this message board. You had, and they're talking about like how Costa's Costa's motorcycle repair in McKeesport is actually the best shop for vintage uh, repairs and you know sales in the Pittsburgh area. You cannot find a website for Costa's motorcycle repairs. You just see it talked about on these message boards. So do I, through my research, do I find any information about who owns it? The message board commenters say that they only take select clientele and that you have to get a business card to call them up. And they, uh, there are guys on the message boards like, give me the number. And other guys are like, no, man, I can't just send anybody over there. Um, okay. Can I, I'm going to need more time and the ability to correspond with these people. Uh, uh, Churchill Jackson says, look, I'll go and try to clean up your mess as best as I can. I think you have possibly tonight and one more night to follow up on this lead and I can't protect you anymore. You understand? Yeah. Thanks. All right. You're welcome. I'll leave my driver with you for now. Uh, and he walks out uh, of the uh, library. All right. So how do... All right, we got a chance. And all we got to do is bring back some information about the Anarchs in the city. Now we got to figure out how we're going to play it. Do we try to get to, we try to use the shop to figure out where his haven is or to set up a meeting? In or my we, research, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask, in my research, is it fair that I've learned a, a lot about this motorcycle? Basically, what I want to do is try to DM one of these motorcycle nerds. Mm -hmm. prove, that I'm, prove that I'm the real deal and get the number. Uh -huh. Ooh, I really like that. Um, I think that that's I think that that's totally possible. Um, so we're doing a little bit of catfishing here. Yes. <laughs> um, why don't you give me an, a manipulation okay. plus technology role? How good is Jen sure. at like pretending to be someone else online? She's uh -huh. using like she's like quickly reading articles about vintage bikes and stuff. Um, and she sees where this guy was like, hey, DM me the number. And this other guy was like, sorry, man, I, ca I, I can't send anybody over there. That's the guy that you're going to need to DM. I got two successes. Uh, two successes. Okay. Um, you've sent him a DM and you haven't gotten a response yet. Um, and time is ticking by. Hours are ticking by. Okay. Can I say that I sent that on my phone? 
Because the deal with library computers, right, is that they just wipe it as soon as you log off. Yeah, you sent it on actually Brenda's phone. On Brenda's phone, basically. Yeah, so yes, you did. As soon as Churchill was gone, you went out Brenda's phone and you used that instead. So yeah, you've sent it on that phone. Now keep in mind, at this point, it's probably like you know eleven o'clock at night, maybe getting on to midnight. So you're not getting a response back from this guy that you've right. DM'd. Um, so you guys could. Like he gave you another night. He basically said, look, you probably have all of tomorrow night. You could head back to your haven and you could kind of get ready. You could do uh, any number of things. He extended your deadline a little bit. So let me know what you would like to do. Oh, you know, actually, it occurs to me that maybe Jen should make a intelligence role and add technology to it as well. Okay. That's my best role. Okay. If I fail, this is going to be so sad. One success. <laughs> um. Yeah, you think that, oh, wait, what if Brenda's phone has Costa's number in it? Oh. But you scroll through and you don't find something listed as Costa's. Nothing else that would potentially stand relate. out as strange to you or possibly that place. Not with one success. Okay. I just, I want to get straight. The clock is, we got a prolonged deadline, but the clock is ticking. Jen, would, would you like to spend, I'm so sorry, Curtis, for interrupting you. Jen, would you like to spend willpower to reroll those fail, that failure, the failed dice? What happens? How, can I get willpower back? Eventually, yes. By you know achieving your kind of convictions and uh, things like that, you can. Achieving my convictions. Oh boy! Not um, cheating. Achieving. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, Acting them out. I have such little willpower, but I also do think that probably makes it more narratively interesting because I might kill someone when I am feeding on them. So why not? <laughs> uh, they're all going to be hunger die. Oh, you can't, you can't, sorry, you can't reroll hunger die with a willpower expenditure. So this has all been a, I've taken you to the side for nothing. Oh, Curtis. I, no. uh, I rolled, um, sorry, my intelligence plus tech is eight. Mm-hmm. I'm three mm-hmm. hunger. So I have five I could reroll. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're, you're welcome to do that. Go ahead. If you spend that willpower, you can do that. So I can reroll all five. Yeah. Or just the ones that failed last time. So I don't remember what that was. Um, you said you got one success. So yeah, probably, you know, um, was that was that a hunger die success or was that a I don't remember. That's OK. Let's call it a regular success. So you have four die. You can reroll. OK. I got two more successes. OK, interesting. You um, you don't find anything in the phone that says Costas. You don't find anything that seems strange except for one name seems a little strange. It says Mr. Fix-It. Mr. Fix-It. Mr. Fix-It. It seems odd. Everybody else has a one-word normal name like Stu, Russ, Rory. But this one says Mr. Fix-It. I'm going to text Mr. Fix-It. Okay. I'm going to say, hey, are you up? 
Um, what? Nude. <laughs> Trade nudes. Air you up. Um, it takes a minute or two, but then dots come across the screen, and uh, you get text back for you always. Okay, I'm going to loop the guys in. All right. And say, I might have just found something. So you're thinking that this is their Costas place? It's something. I don't know. It, I, right. Maybe. So I want to know our play here. How are we using this to our advantage? Are we going to try to go to this place and find out where this barfly cat havens up? Are we going there to try to lure him to that place? To the garage? Are we going there to shake down the garage owner to learn more from him? Are we posing as him to try to get information out of him? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, another text has come through. It says, need a look at the inventory? Question mark. We think, guys. Yeah. we think Mr. Fixit is the man in charge of the spike shop. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wonder if... Oh, yeah, no, but it's from a certain number, so he assumes this is. What if you pose as someone introducing him to a, a, to a new client? Oh, like a friend one, of mine needs a bike. And, yeah, and one of us pose as a new client, and that's our kind of way in. And you'll set it up that you'll our, our send him what? along. Send him or her along. Huh? Our, way, our way in to get what? That conversation achieves what? We get it. We get it information about his other clients we go to we it means that we get in the door of this place and face to face with this person without any conflict initially and then maybe we can are we guess are we thinking that maybe they have like a client registry of some kind and we can find out where Stu lives or yeah we can find yeah. out we can maybe find you can out either, you can have one of us posing as this client just talking motorcycles while other people go and gobble up info or abduct him (laughs) when the time is right or Mm -hmm. maybe we find up there's a secret layer in the moto shop who knows we don't really know but at least we can go look at it under this guise we could see if we could find a place where this guy makes deliveries to Stu headley um yeah i'm just thinking like if we don't the other options are like just posing as someone all the way through or trying to organize some meeting where we're ourselves and I, I don't I'm not sure how to do that one. So it's info so the goal is info gathering. We're going to we're posing as buyers to go to see if we can get information about the whereabouts of Stu Headley or if Stu's gonna come there that night or the following night. Right. Or if yeah. it's a front for something. If maybe yeah. it's like who who does who does Mr. Fix it think is up at Brenda. The, yeah, the Hell's Angels lady. She's dead, though. She is dead. She did. So he does not know that, no. unless he does, and he's playing possum. I don't think he would know yet, though, right? Because that was. Then just the yesterday. if he doesn't know, then the lie is probably strenuous. So, yeah, I mean, what about saying like I've just say like I've got a buyer, some old guy having a having a midlife crisis kind of thing or like a i guess a, thir- a three-quarter life crisis <laughs> uh-huh. that wants yeah. a vintage motorcycle because his dad had he wants he wants something they rode in his 20 in his when he was 15 and 
And then maybe so I can kind of I can Mr. Fixit just texted question mark question mark. Okay, so maybe what I'm going to say is basically something along the lines of what um let's say Miles just said with a sort of like flirty like and I want like a finder's fee type of thing winky face sent. Yeah. That's um, so Brenda. <laughs> it's just so Brenda. <laughs> it's classic Brenda. <laughs> You, you want to text off. that he's looking to buy a specific type of bike, or are you just saying he's looking to buy yeah, a three-quarters life crisis? Tell him I want I want to see the inventory, but if he has a Lee, what is it? Hold on, Enfield motorcycle. Uh, yeah, an Enfield motorcycle, nineteen. 19- <laughs> 55. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's looking for a 1955 Enfield. Do you want to text that to him? Yeah. Yeah, with the with the flirty finder's fee addendum. Um, you get a text back uh almost immediately that says tonight? Question mark, question mark. Uh yes. Yeah, unless yeah. Yeah, he's kind of he's like all hopped up on I don't know. Can I say he's like all hopped up on some crazy shit? <laughs> I think he's I think it might be like a <laughs> No, because then I have to play that. I have to play that. Uh, uh, Just say um, he's leave, say I'm leaving. I'm leaving town. I'm leaving, leaving town, town tomorrow. Um. Okay. You text all that. Yeah. That's you sent that. Okay. Um. You get a you get a um text back that says come out to the shop on Robertson Road. Come out to the shop on Robertson Road. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say he's. He's going to meet you there. I got other shit to do, but I'll see you soon. Winky face. And I want that uh, the exclamation point or something. You get a heart emoji back. Here we go. And then an eggplant emoji and a squirt emoji. And then goes, oh, God. <laughs> oh, how flustered. Whoever's on the other side is. Yeah, that's that's disgusting. Um. Uh, and hack, frankly, that's hack emoji use. So, (laughs) whatever gets the job done, what's the plan? Uh, You can go out there now, you can go out to McKeesport, you know, uh, from knowing the area that it's about a 30 minute drive and that it is a very rundown suburb. Normally, suburbs are a little better off than the city. Now, McKeesport, it is a shithole. (laughs) Sorry, people that live there. Uh, that are watching, um, but in the world of darkness, it's a shithole. Yeah, do we have a uh, Churchill's driver take us take us down there? And in the meantime, could you potentially use Google Maps to narrow down where on Robertson and McKeesport a garage might be? I could, couldn't I? Because we don't I have a precise could. address, don't we? I think that you could, and I think we'll even forego the necessary technology roles. I think Jen has something like that under control. Um, Robertson uh, isn't that long of a a road. Um, It is a little bit out in the boonies, kind of behind uh, McKeesport. So you uh, go through all this like really rundown tracked housing. It's now like almost three in the morning. Um, There's nobody out. It's, It's just dark on a Saturday night. Eventually you go up into the hills and now you're driving on these like country roads that have like a lot of foliage. And finally uh, the driver stops the car at this little stretch of highway where there's a lot of bushes. There's a driveway leading off into the trees and there's an old sign that says Costas that you would almost miss if you weren't looking for it. Cool. Um, 
You want the driver looks back at you guys and goes, "Should I pull up here?" You just wait here. Yeah. You want me to wait here? Yeah. Okay. Um, you want <laughs> you want me to go in there with you, Miles? Um, your, uh, yeah, your I'm, son. I'm, I'm hoping though, like real quickly, the some kind of detour could have been made to put me in some slightly more presentable clothes as opposed to a torn up jacket and plenty. that seems yeah that seems extremely reasonable and as we said hours passed at the library yeah. um okay. churchill's uh sedan has changes of clothes in the back so the only thing i'm going to say is that you're now wearing some churchill jackson wear so <laughs> it's like Super it loose. looks a little bit dated that's fine because he's he's an old guy trying to recapture his youth uh all right <clears throat> so uh, my name <laughs> is um Hal Blunquist. <laughs> I guess and I should I be like writing this down. <laughs> Brenda sent me. All right, uh, Curtis, are you are you coming in with me? You want me to? Yeah, Jen. I mean, is anybody coming in with? Are you guys coming in with us, or is one of you guys trying to go go around the back or something? I would stick out like a sore thumb, I think. Do you want to pose as my <laughs> far too young to be my wife wife while Curtis slinks in the back? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, God. So I'm slinking in the back? I don't know. It's too scary. I'm. We're not. We're not wizards and fighters. I don't know how to do this. Is there um, any? Is there, no, you're a bruja vampire whose fists can do lethal damage. Exactly. You, guys, you can maybe on the this. way. Maybe on the way, I say something like, "You could take me in with you if you want. I can sneak in if you want. But maybe pivot if you don't have that. Maybe ask for the type of motorcycle that we know this other guy has, the Croker V Twin from the '40s." And if you don't have one, you know, in stock, he might be able to give you the information of somebody who'd be willing to sell, if you understand. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. All right. Yeah, I'll sneak around the back. <laughs> or or me and, uh, me and the driver can just hang in the car. And if anybody that we don't want around rolls up in the intervening time, I'll signal you. Why don't I do that and you sneak around back? <laughs> Okay, okay, so I'll just go right. in myself. So, so okay, let me just get the plan. Miles so, is going in through the front to engage with whoever's there. Uh, uh, Curtis is sneaking around back. Is that correct? I don't kind of know what sneaking in the back achieves. Like, uh, okay, uh, I can, do we, we I can, want to search it in some way? I guess the only thing we would be looking for is if they have some sort of like record of people that have bought from them and they're yeah. in. Apart from their phone numbers, I suppose. Yeah, that would. There's no this. This place is not just a like upfront vintage motorcycle place. Like, sure. I mean, it could be, but it could also be something else. But we don't really know, I suppose. So that's what sneaking, I think, would do is to determine anything like that. Cool. If you want to be lookout, you go in the front. I go in the back. Okay, great. So, so Miles is going in through the front, and uh, vampire sneaks. Curtis is going in through the back, and and Jen, where are you going? I'm staying in the car, and I'm keeping lookout. Staying in the car. 
Okay, so uh, Miles, oh, so, I'm yeah, gonna be hashtag, a kind god. Yeah, I didn't even have to remind you. Everybody give me another Rouse roll to get sure. pink as you walk up. Uh that's just one, and we go in like this, and guess what? It's a success. Okay. So uh, uh, in the world of the game, uh, an ambulance goes by, uh, but it's very fast and then it's gone. And then, uh, uh, Miles, you begin walking up this driveway. And as you get behind kind of the woods and the foliage, it's like blocking the view of the garage from the road. Oh, it's a house. It's two things. It is an enormous lot uh, with like a fence around it that's topped with bob wire. You can see since it's a you know there's been good weather that some of their models are still out there in front of the lot, right? Uh, and then there's like a there's like what looks like a garage building and then like a dealership building with a big glass window and like bikes inside. But on the other side of the driveway, there's a gravel drive leading off of that up to an old two story farmhouse with a barn behind it. Curtis, you say that you are kind of sneaking into the bushes to kind of come around the back way? Yeah. Okay. Um, Curtis, if you are doing that, do you want to come around? Like, so you do a little reconnoitering and you see what's on either side. Do you want to try to come around from like the west side of the um, the garage and the dealership? Or do you want to kind of try to come around the house? I want to try to get into the garage in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, so- very yeah. good. So, and so let's say I just just so I'm clear about how the animalism power works. I sneaking in with a dog sounds a little tough, but if I want her to come to me, is there like a like in D and D? I feel like there'd be like a, a range for that. <laughs> Do I have if I'm if I'm a certain number of feet from her? Does that affect my ability to communicate with her? Well, that's very interesting. I think that uh, yes, that's true. But that would that would be measured probably in miles, not oh. in um, not like you're we're in one scene in one location. As your storyteller, I'm going to say you have a little leverage with where and when Ruby comes. Okay, great. Then I, I when I leave the car, I make sure to roll the do- window down, and I just say to the driver, like for her fresh air, and uh, then I just say stay, <laughs> and uh, she just kind of so wait, and if she if I need her, I'll ask for her uh so yeah a little annoyed but okay i see i go to sneak into the office uh okay so so you're gonna go around uh so so you're going around like you're going down into bushes now you're like really like there's almost like a little ravine past the road where the road slopes down before it slopes up again to the garage and the office and what you're seeing is that uh, so, so the garage and the office are to the north of you. They're surrounded by that big chain link barbed wire top fence. Mm-hmm. It looks like there is a huge kind of vacant lot on the west side of the garage. Um, mm-hmm. Like this place where all the brush has been cleared off and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then farther behind, like if you did a real big circle around, there's a just a wooded hillside. So you could, you could it would take you longer but you could come up and come down through that wooded hillside. All right. Um, I feel like Miles is going to be distracting this guy. So I, I, I'll take the long way, the longer, stealthier way. Very good. Um, Miles, you come up to uh, the gate that leads through this chain link Barbara type fence. And there's like one of those little intercoms, you know, when people arrive at a place and you can hit a doorbell. I pop it. Yeah. 
I, oh, what did I say my name was? <laughs> oh, excellent. It's Lou. It's Lou. Uh, Brenda sent me. I'm here to check the motorcycles. Oh, yeah. You're looking for an Enfield. Well, yeah. I also want to see what you've got. Um, I sure, a... sure. All right. Yeah, all right. Hold on. And now you can see that that like gate is openable. Okay, I open. Okay, open gate. You walk through, and now you are walking <laughs> up to this like um, showroom, you know, with big glass in front of it. There are some pretty fancy uh, bikes and cars out in the front lot. There's like some kind of um, big. Uh, there's a, a Pontiac Firebird from the '90s that looks like nice and refurbished with like a bronzed paint job. Um, there's like some exotic motorcycles that you don't really recognize with like hot, like cherry red kind of like paint jobs. So these guys custom make things. Um, and as you walk up, um, a light goes on in the showroom and now you're looking at like kind of heavy set, like beefy kind of guy, uh, looks to be in his like late thirties, mid forties, but he's, he's got like kind of a very, a sloped brow and kind of a little taciturn demeanor. Uh, and he opens the door to the showroom and he's like, uh, Lou? Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, I just want to say right off the bat, thank you for seeing me at these crazy hours. I'm flying out of town this, uh, tomorrow and it's either tonight or three weeks from now. So I appreciate it. And I give him, I shake his, I reach my hand out for a shaky shake. Oh, he, he uh, shakes your hand, and I can tell you that he seems like a warm-blooded American human. Uh, and as he shakes your hand, he takes a little drag off of a joint and is like, one. Oh, look, I'm trying to relive my youth, but not like that. <laughs> he doesn't laugh at all. And he's like, we don't have an Enfield right now, but come inside and I can show you what we got. Well, okay, as we do, as we shuffle, like, kind of like, oh, well, yeah, okay, you know, that's the one bike I had when I was younger, but I tell you what, the one, the bike I always wish I had was, uh, it was a, a oh, blocker, oh, fuck me, Bob, a, V-twin, a, a, a V-twin Crocker, 19, well, geez, I don't know, late 30s, maybe early 40s model, something like that, I just think that's one of the hot Shit bites in a goddamn century. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about one of these models. And he takes you over to this big 1940s, sleek, beautiful looking old bike. He's like, Yeah, one of my friends drives one of these. Yeah, takes it out every once in a while. Rides like he, a dream. Try what this one? Is this the only one you got? Ooh, he's slamming. Look how beautiful it is. Yeah, and he's he's uh he's kind of going into technical details about you know the parts and uh, how they had to restore it and all that. Meanwhile, Curtis, how are we doing? Uh, getting up that wooded hillside and back down to okay. So you are you're coming all the way from the back, right? Yeah. Okay. So in terms of like you know running around in the woods. You are a gangrel. That's what they're made for. That's right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a critter, critter man. You're a critter man. 
So I think you, I think it's like you feel like maybe you feel like you're back in Afghanistan, or maybe you feel like your blood is suddenly you suddenly feel like you're in your environment. So you're like kind of running through the woods, like jumping around through these trees. And uh, all I need uh, from you is a let's call it a Dex plus survival roll to see how quickly and quietly you get through there. Okay. All right. Dexterity plus survival. Five, six. Okay. And I'm still a pretty hungry guy. Add a die for being a gangrel. Because this is some gangrel shit. Okay. Hell yeah. Four successes. Whoa. Um, okay, great. So I'm not even gonna make you bother with any kind of stealth roll. You're like literally like chewing around moving like an animal through the woods and like finally Miles like, is right. This is we, like Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> um and now there's this uh this big chain link fence ahead of you with the uh with the razor wire and everything. And beyond it you can see uh that you know in the moonlight. And that's really the only light you're going by right now. You can see that there's kind of a junkyard back here. Uh, a lot of old vehicles or stuff that they've thrown out. Uh, there's like a, there's like a, you know, old barrels and things like that. Okay. Um, so I'm looking at it. It's just surrounded by a fence with a barb with barbed wire. Yeah. And then, so then if you go through the junkyard for a little bit, you come to like the back of the office and the back of the garage. Do I see any kind of gate or any place where the where I could gain not back here gain ingress? <laughs> no, not back here. You'd have to climb over hmm. or cut your way in. Okay. Hmm. It's, it's a little more complicated than I expected. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, is there a um? The, hmm. Does the does the uh, does the uh, uh, fence terminate at a wall at any point? Um, yeah, uh, it does not actually, because it kind of goes around the perimeter of the whole building, right? Like miles had to come through, uh, the fence gate at the driveway. It kind of goes around the whole place. So there's even portions of the fence that are just kind of going along the side of the building. I just had an idea. So are there, um, is there, I just scrambled through a bunch of trees and it's, it's thickly forested around the fence. Um, I want to find a tree that is tall and close to the fence taller than the fence itself okay done yeah your survival roll gets you at least that i climb the tree okay give me a dexterity or strength plus athletics roll depending on what you think your climb style is (laughs) Uh, (laughs) great uh okay let's see athletics it's it's more (laughs) amateur gymnast (laughs) (laughs) uh okay uh, the film three successes okay um you climb up this tree and you just kind of like drop and you land inside yeah. the fence uh and that's when two huge <gasps> black dogs, dogs come jumping up out of the junkyard and running toward you Barking, and then another one comes around the corner. There are three huge mastiffs heading toward you. Oh, Meanwhile, I okay, and don't fail me now. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, inside the uh, inside the showroom, uh, 
he gets done kind of telling you about this Crocker V twin and he looks at you and he, uh, he's like, so what do you think? Uh, gee whiz. I mean, it's, it's a nice bike. What's, what's it going to run me for? I mean, I can give you a good price for this, but you know, I have to tackle on what it costs. Some of the costs it took us to refurbish. So, um, I could give you this 55. Uh You said Brenda sent you over? Yeah. How's she doing? She's doing great. Uh, You know, you know, Brenda. How do you know her? Uh, I met her at a... A biker, a biker bar. Um, uh, and that's when you hear someone come into the uh, showroom behind you. I lethal punch him. I punch his face into dust. And that's where we're stopping. No! Oh, he's about to get vaporized. Thanks for listening. Keep up with our schedule and find out about all the cool things we have planned by following us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore. We're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Struther, Brian Baldinger, and Clinton Trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan. Today's Pittsburgh fact from 1891 to 1911, The official spelling of Pittsburgh omitted the H at the end.